to another fun-filled episode of the We Are Adult Show, brought to you by Hoppy Head Productions. I'm your Sean host. I don't know. Wait, I'm your Sean host. Did I just say that? Yeah, you you just said that. Leaving it in. <laughs> I get to, we got we got to leaving it in moment. I'm your host, Mr. Yeah. Host, Sean of the show, Mr. Host. Now, Dude, do I tired. you as a we need a vacation? Host, host San? I mean Sama. <laughs> Senpai host. Oh, dude, I need a vacation for my vacation. <laughs> I know I was bummed. I was supposed to, you know, miss the Monday, the 16th after we got back from vacation because I was supposed to have a concert that night. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm just going to sleep all day that day. And then they canceled the concert. And I'm like, now I have no real reason to miss work. <laughs> Might as well save that day. <laughs> yes. Or something <laughs> worth saving it for. So, mm-hmm. yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. So we were. uh we were on vacation and like 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 a good pair of party animals we just drank the whole time and never found a time just to sit down and record even though we had the equipment <laughs> and and uh beverages to drink on the show <laughs> i went and found some good podcast bullshit to try on the show yeah and just brought it home yeah fully sealed Yep, you get to drink it by yourself. <laughs> yep. So, but one of the things we were hanging out, you got my hopes up, Sean. Well, not you, but like your family. So I got to live in your world for a minute. Is it purposely I, me? I had your... Purposely me, or just my family? I I I, I, I it. changed it to your family. Okay, good. I changed it to your family. All right, good. What, I, I don't want to take the blame. I got to, <laughs> I got to I got to walk a mile in your shoes for a minute there, Sean. You know, family. Promises something and then disappoints. Because <laughs> they had hyped up that there was a cactus cooler seltzer. It was super hard to find and super delicious. And I'm thinking, oh, well, they already have the Haritos hard seltzer. Yeah. I love cactus cooler, the soda. So I was expecting at some point to find a hard seltzer with the word cactus cooler <laughs> on it. And then I happened to go by La Bodega because my wife actually sent me a picture of a alcohol that she wanted me to get if I could find it. Wow. She wanted, Whoa. it's a Sprite. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. It's um, a, a seasonal for the, the Jack Daniels apple, but it's their Christmas spiced apple, Jack Daniels. Okay. I don't blame the, her on she, this. I might even try that. Maybe. We, I ended up going to La Bodega and finding it. It was like 20 bucks for the bottle. Not bad. Do they sell it like in the little ones too, or just the like the normal bottles? You know what? Just get the big bottle, dude. It it drinks like water. Drinks like water. (laughs) All right. Um, I don't. I didn't like it as much as she did, but her goal ultimately was to spike her uh, winter apple cider drinks with it. (laughs) I'm proud of her. So that's that's one of the things she does do during the winter. She has a salted caramel bourbon and gets drunk for her hot chocolate. (laughs) And now she has this spiced Jack apple for her apple cider. Gotcha. Interesting. But while I was there talking to the lady that works there, yes. Kim, at La Bodega, yes. I was like, happened around the corner and I saw a huge stack of Brewery X <laughs> off-brand cactus cooler seltzers. Oh, boo. They had a whole stack. If, if you guys would have just said... If they would have just said, hey, Brewery X makes 
a cactus cooler themed seltzer that we cannot find, yeah. I would have said, hey, go to La Bodega. They have a lot of it there. And it's a lot closer than Mira fucking Loma. <laughs> so I, I drove by La Bodega on the way to Mira Loma. I know. Did you go to Miraloma Liquor? Uh, Bevmo. Oh, okay. Because the uh, route, yeah. the, the route X sales Brewery guy, X. Brewery X guy, said, "Like, hey, I literally just dropped off some yesterday. They have it." I was like, no, "Okay, they, yeah, they had a whole mountain of it at La Bodega. <laughs> you drove by, yeah, yeah, they did. So now you can be as upset as I am. I wish he would have told me that he dropped a shit ton at La Bodega." <laughs> Maybe he didn't want well, me to. Was... He didn't want to say like over at this other liquor store. Well, maybe he, that's <laughs> not of the part of his route. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's not his route. But yes. So now we're both disappointed by your family, Sean. Yeah. Because I thought I was going to get actual legit cactus cooler. Because has did, your uh? Did you buy girlfriend a can? Any of it? No, I did not buy any. Gotcha. I'm like, oh, it's brewery. I've already had it, or at least tasted it. Oh, gotcha. At the brewery, fresh off the tap. Oh. Because they also sell serve it on tap there if you go to the brewery. Oh, got you. And it, it probably would have almost been closer for you to drive to the brewery than Miraloma. <laughs> <laughs> um, she did try it. And it and... was uh and... <laughs> I could have told you that too. <laughs> yeah, but 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 Duncan was crushing them. On Friday night, <laughs> he's like, "It's so good." But yeah, he's a he's a macro drinker too. So of course, you know, he likes it. Yes. If if you want, Sean, yes, to test the experiment even further, there is a brewery right around the corner, pretty much from where I work. Yeah, called uh, Hamilton Family Brewing. Yes. And they actually make a pretty good cactus cooler themed beer. Nice. I can send. I can send you some. You could send it out because I'm not a fan of cactus cooler, but I know somebody in this house that is a. And by fan. you, I mean the universal household. You. <laughs> I'll pass it along. <laughs> I think it's a wheat beer. Wheat. A wheat, wheat beer. Wit. Not a wit. Wheat. <laughs> like wheaten. Cool whip. Wheat. But yes, I was like so exciting because I, I was getting ready to ask Kimberly at La Bodega mm-hmm. if because uh, she had the hard monster there mm-hmm. and she had the hard Haritos there and I was going to be like, hey, had you heard anything about this hard cactus cooler? Yeah. And then I didn't ask because I saw the Brewery X sadness sitting there. That was not official cactus cooler thing. And you're like, this is probably totally it. This is 100% the bullshit that they were talking about, yes. <laughs> so, yes. tell. If, I don't know if you want to give her a heads up or just, or your brother or whatever, or hope that they listen to the podcast, which I don't know if they do anymore, but... Uh, I don't think so. I, I know the Fajor still does. Mm-hmm. He appreciated the joke. The sheet, the... The scene joke? Yes. <laughs> uh, but yes, pass the word along. Tell the men it's time to shoot the moon. Fair enough. Shoot the moon! Will do. So, uh, 
as, as I'm regaling you with my uh, tales of being disappointed in your family, I can't help notice that you're uh, sipping upon your uh, tasty, tasty beverage. Tasty, tasty beverage of a brewery that we went to in Las Vegas! Because what happens in Vegas, you bring home in a can with you? Oh. <laughs> and STDs. STDs also come home with you, too. And pregnancy, pregnancy counts, because that's an STD officially. <laughs> Um, I do have two drinks. Um, let me quench, cleanse my palate. So technically, you have three drinks. Fucking beverage goblin. <laughs> Anyways, um, this is for you. Um, so, um, Danny, I did it. I waited all the way until today to open up my bottle of Frey Ranch whiskey. Oh, I meant to ask bourbon. if you were going to open it today, and I yeah. forgot. Yes. Because La Bodega had it on sale for $39 for the bottle. For the uh, barrel strength? Oh, for the regular, I guess. But they oh, all had gotcha. the barrel strength for like, they had their barrel strength there too as well. For like okay. 80. Oh, uh, okay. That was probably a little bit cheaper. I, I'm, I'm okay with the $10 difference. 80 between 80 and, or what, 90 and $100. I mean, that's not much difference. Of course, especially because you got a store pick. Yeah, exactly. It is my first store pick, so I am pretty pumped. But this is the barrel strength. Uh, single barrel um, version. It is 124 proof for those uh, that uh, drink bourbon and for those that don't drink bourbon. It is 62% ABV. <laughs> I did the proper thing. I let it sit. I've, I've let it sit out for like 10 minutes now. So it's gotten plenty of time to uh, air. Decant. Yeah. As the cool kids say. Decant, decant that bourbon. It smells so good, Danny. Like it doesn't smell like I'm going to light the insides of my body on fire. <laughs> <laughs> it just it has like great um like caramel like I almost want to say like I agree with them. Like it smells like leather like a little bit. You know how they describe oh. that? Yeah. Your, your fucking bourbon hipster switch just flipped on, huh? <laughs> you went from my mouth tastes like burning to I'm getting subtle notes. In the, of, in the smell. it's I won't taste it. I'll just taste burn. <laughs> I'm getting subtle notes of stone fruit and cow and horse saddle and... <laughs> um, this is farm to bourbon distillery. So... They uh they actually grow all their uh corn and wheat and stuff at their farm um to make it to make it so God save the queen. She ain't no human being. It doesn't it doesn't really burn, I'm afraid. <laughs> like so I'm getting either... yeah. I'm getting more burned I mean, now that I like I'm talking, but on the drink without letting it hit, um, it really just goes down super easy. There's a I can't remember the exact term, but there's a term for it where you basically like uh, um, put a little bit of it in your mouth, let it sit with your mouth kind of open a little bit, and you take a deep inhale through your nose, and it's supposed to like suck the smell and across your palate. I don't know. 
definitely getting definitely getting the uh the barrel now in on the taste it's super easy to drink i was like afraid that this was gonna like murder my mouth um but it really does it so i found this uh this bottle off a uh, bruisel that uh instagram or tiktok uh i don't know one of the two uh yeah i watch it on instagram sometimes. yeah so he's a older guy he's somewhere down south but he said this is the best bourbon that you could get that is distilled in nevada like this um barrel strength beer the beer uh barrel strength um bourbon so and it is really good i am I did not want to spend a hundred dollars and know I have something that's just shit because I have one of those hundred dollar <laughs> bottles sitting on my counter that is now just an expensive mix bourbon mix and I drink and I've been using other stuff because I think it just tastes better. So I was like, mm, I really hope it works out, but um, yeah, it's super good. I wish we would have broken open the bottle out and recorded it out there so you could have some. So, and then my my question though is, I wonder if the uh, smoothness and flavor that you're getting is because it's an excellent bottle, or because you let it sit for an appropriate amount of time before uh, putting it into your uh, base hole. Um, I don't know. I'll take one of my other bottles and I will do the. Uh, we'll do a test. I'll let it sit for ten minutes before I drink it. <laughs> I'll pour it. it. I'll pour it out. Aerate. Aerate. Get that aeration going on. <laughs> yes. um, and then I do have a beer from Kenya Creek. I said that right. No, you did not. Oh, that's all right. I can't say anything. Tanaya. Right to, Tanaya from Tanaya Creek Brewing. This is the Gypsy Fade Indian Pale Ale coming in at 6% ABV. I, Danny, I know I, I think I bitched to you about three or four times about this i was so bummed that their merch didn't look like their can art i was so the bummed. only one that even remotely looked like their can art was their oktoberfest correct shirt. yeah you're right it was only the oktoberfest like they have great art that it, i just felt feel like it's wasted right and i wonder if at some point they just got tired of making money by printing all the shirts with our logo on it and they decided to print other shirts yeah um, to make less money <laughs> they're like we're owing all this money in taxes because we're making too much money we need to stop it <laughs> um this is a sit more citrus ipa which is definitely the part of the reason why i like this one um but i really thought like all the never mind we, we gotta talk about that brewery later but yeah i was is... thinking if we were more professional and we could have held off on that one until we uh, got to that point of the show, but we'll, we'll get, we'll circle back as we'll the lingo jargon says. We'll circle back. So Freya Ranch, barrel strength, uh, whiskey bourbon, definitely worth picking up. We got it at Lee's liquor store in Las Vegas. Um, they had a couple of, uh, bottles there. So I think it's definitely pretty easy to get if you are in that neck of the woods. I'm sure. Um, yeah. I'm sure Frey Ranch takes care of uh, the liquor stores in that state, so. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they're not, like, allocating the way Buffalo Trace does. <laughs> you got you got to sell 85 cases of uh, Smirnoff 
and a hundred cases of Fireball before we give you one case of, uh, you know, Blanton's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are you drinking, man? So I'd almost forgot about a beer that I bought before I went on. We went on vacation. You're not doing a show. vacation beer. Nope. Dude, that, I, that'll be next week. I was like, Danny's totally doing... We're going to have the same brewery. <laughs> or at least Vegas beer. I didn't bring home any of uh, anything from that brewery. Uh, it's all good. I I bought the one six-pack and drank some of it and then sacrificed the rest to the... Some to the ground and some to your uh, girlfriend. <laughs> Which she think, she has enjoyed every beer from, that, from uh, the brewery. So, but I had... There'd have been a beer that I've heard a couple different podcasts reviewing and different people on the social medias, mm-hmm. and so far it's either one of it's either a beer that either people love or they hate. There's no in between. It's all right. So sold specifically and exclusively at Trader Joe's, the hotbed of beer acquisitions, <laughs> is a Imperial Golden Ale. The toasted coconut, vanilla beans, and natural flavors. Cookie butter beer. Wow. Interesting. It says, made with whole vanilla beans, milk, sugar, toasted coconut, this full-bodied <laughs> ale beer is just, but just about any treat topped with your favorite deliciously unusual cookie butter spread. <laughs> oh. oh, I was supposed to pour it into a stem glass and savor at 40 degrees. And pour, I mean, I poured it slowly, but I didn't fail here. <laughs> but it's brewed by uh, Hardywood Park Craft Brewery from in Richmond, Virginia. Yeah. Nice. I didn't realize that there was a AF. I didn't didn't realize that there was a glass specification. I'm, when I was picking my glassware, I was like, <laughs> I don't think I could Google glass pairings and cookie butter beers. <laughs> That's too funny. But it's. I can taste the spice. I can just smell the spices and that floweriness of the cookie, you know, the cookie butter, the, yeah, I don't know if it's coconut or what, but and I also thought it was appropriate because while we were gone on vacation, I brought everything in from the garage to make my wife happy so that she could decorate for Christmas. You got the Christmas house. You're sitting in a different spot, aren't you, too? Because the Christmas tree is in my uh, studio location. <laughs> uh, so yes, I am in a different spot because I, my spot was uh, conquered by the Christmas tree. But as I figured, this is definitely a Christmas beer. It's got all the, the holiday spices to it. Mm-hmm. It's almost tastes to the point where you know when you walk into the grocery stores or other stores during Christmas time and they have those shitty fucking pine cones out yeah to give people the false sense of joy and happiness at Christmas time <laughs> yeah it kind of has like that sense of feeling to it it's very it is very spiced it's not as sweet as i thought it would be it's more spiced i was expecting a sweeter beer mhm i mean it's 9.5% it's not bad i'm not regretting trying it yeah. But I'm not going to do it again. But if you're a fan of Christmas, you know, drinks, holiday drinks, then this is I would I would say go ahead and grab yourself at least grab yourself one can to try it. Oh, so they do sell it by the can? 
Yes, that's the one yes. beauty of Trader Joe's. I <laughs> ended up getting that and a, a mixed assortment of uh, to finish off the four pack of uh, Oktoberfest beers. Hey, oh. It was weird, like three 16 ounce cans and then one little 12 ounce can just kind of dangling there <laughs> in the little plastic snap on thing. <laughs> I'm part of the team. <laughs> Yay! It was like uh, when you see, you know, two parents and a kid walking and then the parents like are holding each of the kids' hands and then yeah. everyone's well to get up off the ground and swing them. It was like that. The other cans were swinging the little kid beer. Uh, so before we met up on our, my vacation, I took an extra week. Yeah, and did. I decided that I wanted to drive all over California, at least the southern part. California! So, at one point, I went to a concert at a brewery that, uh, in Palmdale, Sean. Yes, that is so far away. <laughs> it, was, it was very far away, and it felt like, as I was driving the 138 in the middle of nowhere, it just <laughs> felt like it was getting further and further away. <laughs> at, at one point, I was expecting either banjos to be played or to meet the people from the hills have eyes. <laughs> um, and the drive there wasn't so bad, other than I wasn't sure where I was going. It was just the drive home that sucked. Yeah. Because I didn't leave there till uh, like 11 o'clock at night. Jesus. That's so late. <laughs> uh, but the brewery in name is uh, Transplants Brewing, and I went to go see a punk band called DRI, which stands for Dirty Rotten Imbeciles. <laughs> on their uh, 40th anniversary tour damn yes and uh like i know the band i like i knew the music and i haven't seen pictures of them recently yeah because i went through and i bought some merch from them and there was a bunch of local bands that opened up for them there was like four opening bands mm -hmm. um they uh so i was buying merch and stuff and I, when i bought the dri merch it wasn't until pretty much they came on stage that I realized, oh, the, the guy that I bought the merch from was the lead singer of the band. <laughs> Times are tough. He's got to sling his own merch. Right? Or you're just smart and don't hire, have to hire an extra body. Yeah. That is true. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I was, you know, I was talking to him and, and like, I bought, a, I bought a shirt and a couple stickers and I was paying with cash and he's like, Oh, it'll be, uh, and I'm like, it should be this much, right? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, all right, here you go. I said, I don't want to make either of us do math on on the change. <laughs> he's like, I actually appreciate that. And then, uh, you know, they had a bunch of guys there. Um, it's a really cool place. I wish it was closer. If it was closer, I would be there all the time. Because mm -hmm. you walk in and they have the brewery area off to the left. Mm -hmm. And you go in there and they have a shitload of taps. They got pretty much anything anybody would want. I decided yeah. to get a little fancy, and I ordered one of the ones I ordered was their pineapple, Gold Whip. Yeah. Oh. Slushy. Look at you go. <laughs> yes. Um, and it actually came out of a little slushy machine and everything. Got the fat straw. Fucking, <laughs> like, there was like actual chunks of pineapple in it. Nice. Um, I had, of course, their pilsner. Of course. Um, I haven't drank it yet, but I bought a bottle of their barley wine. Um, because I tried, oh, they had a, uh, a Saison with a, I can't remember the fruit that was in the Saison, but luckily the fruit was in there because it covered up that Saison Belgian yeast that we both hate. <laughs> um, so then during the show, um, went over and they got my tickets or whatever. And they put a check my ID and they put like a different color wristband, depending on if you're over or under 21. Yeah. And you were 
walk into the venue where the concert was. Mm-hmm. And so I we went in there for the first band and I was one of like five people watching the first band play. Yeah. And I was pretty much one of like three people that wasn't sitting somewhere in the background. <laughs> like they were just waiting until, you know, the real band, like other bands came on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I loved it because you were, they had a little bar in there that had about 10 beers on tap. Mm-hmm. Just a lot of their basic stuff, more popular stuff. And then they had, but you were able to walk outside and go into the other tap room and get um, whatever you wanted on there. And basically at the showtime at 6 p.m. when the show started, they switched from uh, their glass gla- glasses to uh, plastic cups. Yeah. And you were they had a barricade set up where you could go like stand on the sidewalk outside and smoke or whatever, but you just couldn't go past that point with the alcohol. Gotcha. So you weren't locked in at a, like a traditional concert venue. So they had a lot, like pretty much have shows every weekend, multiple shows like Friday night, Saturday night, Thursday nights, um, new shows being announced all the time. Mm-hmm. It's border. I'm almost tempted to drive up there again just to go to the brewery. Yeah, that's how that's how good I thought it was. <laughs> I mean, the drive sucked, but the brewery was amazing. <laughs> but then I uh, and the show was pretty cool. All the bands opening up were really good. Some decent punk, uh, decent mosh pits going. Fun show. And then I decided to go see a Japanese band called Hanabi mm-hmm. in San Diego at this venue called Brick by Brick. Gotcha. It's one of those that's been around forever. It's small, like old school punk venue. <laughs> um, I I liked it. It just it could have been laid out better. Whoever designed it wasn't necessarily very smart in the layout. Because <laughs> you walk in and like off to the left is an open area with tables and and they have like padded chairs and that's where they had the merch booth set up. And then but right kind of right by the door there's a huge bar against the side wall. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a little walkway into where the stage is, the stage area and the opening for that. Um, but as more and more people came in, people were kind of having to crowd back into basically stand in front of the bar. Yeah. And so it, it became a thing of if a bar was against like the back wall or a different wall, they probably could have more room for the crowd mm-hmm. to actually be in with the same room as the band. Yeah. <laughs> but... uh. And they have street parking, so if you get there late, good luck. You might have to walk a few blocks. Oh, jeez. I got there, I got there pretty early and uh, parked across the street by, on the and they had like a sign that had a pole that had like eight different no parking signs of different times. So I'm over there trying to do uh, math to make sure I was allowed to park there. <laughs> if I stay by my car for another five minutes and then leave, <laughs> is, it, is it the is today the the first Tuesday or the third, second Tuesday of the month? Because it says first and third and second and fourth. Oh, okay. 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 I think I'm allowed to. Okay. I hope I'm allowed to park here. <laughs> uh, but the show is pretty fun. It's an all girl band. They, you know, play their instruments and stuff. They kind of range a little bit from uh, kind of J pop and rap, but mostly metal, screaming mm-hmm. stuff. Put on yeah. a fun show. Um, not all their opening bands are that good. Yeah. A couple, one of them was pretty decent. One of them was like a, a, a rap metal band that was heavily anime focused. Yeah. And I wonder if it was a thing of the, whoever the local promoter was like, well, we got this Japanese band coming through. Uh, do we have any bands that are into anime? 
the type of music that they describe themselves as playing, uh, Hanabi, is Harajuko core. Mm-hmm. So they're Harajuko hardcore girls. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, if if you get a chance to see them, I highly recommend it. And then I took my wife to go see. After this is actually after we got back, but she talked about concerts, Baby Metal, and Death Clock. Hey oh. Um. I guess they were alternating who was headlining because it's co-headlining show. They had this one dude, J- Jason Richardson, who basically just had backing tracks and he played guitar. Mm-hmm. Uh, was the opening band? Pretty cool. Pretty pretty some pretty crazy techniques. I uh, took a couple of videos and sent it to a friend of the show, Man Thing, and stuff. And he was pretty impressed by his guitar, especially. He was like, "That's that's a crazy ass guitar." Uh, but Baby Metal played first. They came out, got the crowd going. Uh, mm-hmm. dancing, everything was like solid in time formation. Um, one of my favorite parts was for their heavier song, they encouraged the crowd to mosh. Yeah. And so they had uh, on this thing, they had like samurai cartoon samurais going around in a circle, like they were in the mosh pit <laughs> on the screen. Nice. Um, it looked like they might have been filming a documentary or something because they did have crew walking around and they had a lot of cameras set up showing crowd shots on the on the screen behind them. Yeah. Um. Jody went like when you got there, I asked Jody if she wanted a shirt, and she was like, "Eh, whatever, I don't care." And then we left, and she was like, "Oh man, that was an amazing show." And then a couple days later, after she had told people at work, yeah, Friday, yeah, a couple days after she had told people at work about it, and they kind of watched videos at work, checking them out, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Oh, I've just seen the videos. It just made me remember the show, and I wish I had gotten a shirt." <laughs> Because they are amazing. She's like, I want to see them every time they come out here now. Life is full of poor choices. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Um, and then when Death Clock came out, you know, basically they had a, their screen was set up, and the first thing they warned people about was lights causing seizures. Mm-hmm. And they did do a lot of heavy strobe lighting and uh, flood lighting the crowd and stuff. And um, in the background, whenever they play a song. They would have the clip from the show that the song was in, so the mu- basically the music video for the song. Yeah. Um, and then they had a couple of PSA announcements from their mascot, Sir Bonesface. <laughs> um, and one of them was, uh, "Have you ever been to a concert and somebody next to you smelt like bo, dirty shoes, or ass?" <laughs> oh, you haven't. Then that's probably you. you, you Next time, you. before you go to a concert, take a fucking shower <laughs> and put on some clean clothes. <laughs> Everyone deserves to enjoy the concert, not just you. Ah, uh, I'm getting pretty toasted over here. <laughs> I can imagine you look like you're just chugging that shit down. But uh, <laughs> at some point, my wife had to uh, put the hood that she's wearing a hoodie, and she put that over her head because the lights were bothering her. Ah. Uh. She has sensitive eyes to the yeah. light, apparently, but yeah, uh, yeah, she did enjoy the show, though. Baby metal specifically. Nice. Um, yeah, I gotta. So, I'll have to listen to some of their stuff. I know I watched like a little bit of like a YouTube video from them, but yeah, I haven't watched too much of it. I mean, their their songs are good, but seeing them live is a different monster. Even yeah. um, the tap room experience president mm-hmm. at Everywhere Brewing Company. Yeah. Um. Because I was posting, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go see this band tonight. I'm gonna see this band, and then if he replied back with Baby Metal, he was like, oh, he's like, oh yeah, I thought I'd just check them out, but holy shit, dude, these guys look amazing. And then, um, 
when I went to go pick up my membership beers, they had a little member party and he was there and he was like, no, seriously. He's like, I had a friend that saw them the day after you did. And he was telling me about it. And now I really need to go see them live. <laughs> so I'm doing my, my part to be an Instagram influencer. Yeah, you are. <laughs> for baby metal. Baby metal. Uh, so, but we also did go to Vegas, like you said. And we uh, immediately pretty much regretted our decision of staying not downtown area. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, except today, um, one of the podcasts I listened to that's Ohio-based. So when yeah. I first saw her picture, I'm like, oh, that's in Ohio. And then I remembered, oh, wait, she's in Vegas. Um, <laughs> she went to a speakeasy. Yeah. It was across the street from the Flamingo. I didn't realize. It's, it's, it was um, in the same... Uh, casino that had the best um, um, pizza behind the sign. It was behind the it was behind the pizza that was behind oh, the sign that was the best you. pizza in Vegas. I got you. It's called the Cabinet of Curiosities and the Lock. <laughs> and they do have an Instagram page, Lock and Cabinet LV. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yes, they're. And I was like trying to see where they were, and I'm like, I saw this fountains or whatever, and I'm like, that's right across the street from the flamingo, isn't it? Son of a bitch, we were right there. <laughs> yes, yes. We but were. we uh, ended up the first night hanging out at the arts district because there was a couple breweries down there. There was a there was a lot. Of, I was very uh, surprised at how chill arts district was and i was telling my boss about it and he said we literally went to arts district the last day of his, the last time he went to vegas and he said he wants to go back just to go hang out at arts district like he and he's like we fucked up by going to it last and not just spending like the week there <laughs> so i'm glad we're not the not only just, one <laughs> not the only idiots yeah, no, definitely not. It was a it was a cool place. I think um definitely felt like chill um local vibe. Like everybody was it didn't seem very touristy at all. Like everybody was very much more on the mellow side. There was no gambling at all in any of the establishments there, so that's probably what kept a lot of the assholes away. That is uh that is true. Um what was what was the first brewery we went to? The Abel duck. Baker. The duck and the atomic bomb. The, yes. My wife was like, that is the weirdest combination ever. And I showed her the shirt with the atomic logo <laughs> with the duck head in the middle. Yes. She's like, who came up with that? And I'm like, geniuses. 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 They had um they had, those nachos were really good that we got there. I thought the beer was pretty good. Um large selection of beer large large they had a little bit of everything so um and everything we had we ordered different styles that we both liked yes uh, i can't even remember what i even fucking got other than you IPAs. had a couple ipas and i had <laughs> pilsners and barley wines yeah that place was really chill to go to um we did go to um I got that. I got another beer from another place across the street, which I can't remember the name of that one. Well, we didn't the, go across. We tried to go across the street, but the yeah. one brewery we wanted to try was closed for a wedding reception. Yeah. Well, I went there later. I had a beer there. We went there like we went there back. Yeah, we did yeah. go back. To, we did go back on another day, but mm -hmm. I guess we're in the arts district. Um, there wasn't a 
IPA of some kind that was in a beer for boobies cup. Yes, I forget what it was. Um, no, but it was it was all pretty chill. That was like a. It would definitely be worth staying on Fremont Street and just just being able to jump over to Fremont or jump over to Arts District and be able to walk. That was like the. That was like the learning well, lesson of this trip. <laughs> right. Well, there was that hotel, the D. Yeah. That was uh, far enough off of Fremont Street where you don't have to deal with the noise and the crowds of Fremont Street, but it was accessible to get there from there. Yes. No. Yeah. That is true. <laughs> um, and right around the corner from a pretty good breakfast plot spot. Hmm. Oh, dude, those biscuits and gravy was so good. Yes, they were. Mm. That um, was like the first time I had biscuits and gravy in a long time, so I was super happy that it was really good. Right? <laughs> Not to just be uh, disappointed. <laughs> you just get, like, basic flour gravy and a couple bites of sausage, if you're lucky, kind of a biscuits and gravy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I wanted to ask you, because we were talking about uh, concerts, not to just randomly disrupt the show, but, you know. It, it's not like, you know, it's happened before. Yeah. What is Carry fucking on. wrong with people these days? So, in the same week, <laughs> I have seen two different, like, random things go on at concerts. One, people throwing water bottles and shit at the band, even though they're, like, the headlining band. <laughs> So they end up walking, the band walks off the stage because of it. And then I saw a second video of, you know, a rapper, he's doing his thing. And this chick just puts her hand up and just full crotch grab on this poor dude. <laughs> I At some point, I don't know what caused it, but people just lost all common sense or any kind of sense yeah. of humanity. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, there are some bands where, I'm not going to say it's acceptable, but it's kind of expected where people to throw shit, like, punk bands and maybe some, like, thrash metal bands and stuff, because they'll be playing, and they'll come on, and all of a sudden they'll talk, and then they kick into a song, and somebody just finished their drink, and they'll just chuck it across the room. Yeah. But when you're going to watch, I don't know, like, Beyonce or Drake or somebody or Lil' Kim. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're not expecting people to throw shit on the stage. Yeah. Don't grab the penis. Don't grab the peen. <laughs> I thought it was very crazy that, like, twice, two people, two different genres, both walked off the stage for getting, like, harassed on stage. <laughs> They're just soft, man. <laughs> They're a bunch of pussies. Go back. Exactly. That's why, like, you know, I don't know if you ever watched the movie uh, The Blues Brothers, but when they first kind of get the band together, they end up performing at this country and western bar, lying and saying that they're a country band. Yeah, you know, the guy's like, yeah, we play both kinds of music here, country and western. <laughs> um, but the and and also the movie Roadhouse, mm -hmm. starting the late great Patrick Swayze, also had a setup like that where uh, the band was playing on stage behind Chicken Wire because people were fucking throwing the bottle, the glass bottles, at the band. Jesus. <laughs> hey yo, shit's getting real. <laughs> I mean, that's why when you go to concert venues anymore. Or sporting events, and you buy either something with a cap, they take the cap off, or if it's a can, they open the can. Yeah. Because they don't want to give you a full-weighted weapon to throw at things, or people, or the band. 
Just ah, fucking throw full can. Fuck you. Boom. Boom. But we uh, also ended up, as previously mentioned, the show, circling, circling those wagons again at a really good brewery in Vegas. And I almost didn't want to go back there because I had gone there years ago. Mm-hmm. And I, but I did one of those. Well, it's been almost 20 years. They've, gotten to, they, they've had to have gotten better, right? Yep. Uh, because when I went, they got so much. Because when I went that, when I first went, they only had like a couple beers on tap of their own, and everything was either guest or macro. Yeah. And they were in a new spot, even. Mm-hmm. Um, Tanaya Creek Brewery. They had, they still continue the tradition of keeping of having guest beers on tap, which is pretty smart, especially uh, most, of, pretty much all of them were local. Yeah, and they weren't really stuff. They they were local, but there was also stuff they didn't brew, like ciders yes. and stuff ciders but it's a couple ipas like one of the ones was the uh ipa for helping las vegas or hawaii um it was hawaii i mean hawaii, yes. helping las hawaii. Vegas, yeah. <laughs> i mean i guess both both could be true they helped las vegas by selling beer from a vegas brewery yeah shut up i'm 10 percent right i'm, I'm not wrong no. <laughs> look here i'm host <laughs> i'm sean of the show host <laughs> Uh, uh, but uh but yeah all the beers were really good um we blind when we first got there we blindly bought six packs of their beer because that was pretty much the only decent looking craft beer in cans that lee's uh liquor store had yep and ironically we made it to the brewery <laughs> and um the cool thing we found out when we went there the first time because the las vegas aces game was on that anytime a las vegas team is playing on tv four dollars of their pretty much all their beers except for the high abv stuff yeah which helped us figure out where we were going during the raider game when the raider tickets were 350 dollars a piece <laughs> and up and up and uh yeah no that was a yeah. it was a really cool spot is a there's a good amount of seating they have a they actually have a parking lot which was uh pretty convenient because all the other breweries, you parked like in a side street, and you had to pay for parking, um, and then walk over over to your brewery, which you know, it happens, but it's di- it's just different. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, all the beer was uh, really good, and like I was saying earlier, my uh, my girlfriend had the uh, the uh, Gypsy Fade, had the uh, lot the different loggers and stuff, and she's really enjoyed it also. Definitely really good stuff. Definitely like a place to check out. Everybody there was really cool. Kind of chatted it up with us. We sat at the bar. They, um, you know, it wasn't like they hung out and partied with us because they had work to do. But when they got a few couple minutes, they'd come over and hang, like chat it up, at, you know, jump, jump in the discussion, whether it was about Monday football or whatever. Um, when we got there for Monday Night Football, this is their one downfall that they need to fix, especially if the Raiders are playing on a Monday night. Yeah, have a food truck there. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't have a food truck there for Monday night, but maybe it wasn't worth it. But if they would have advertised, maybe, hey, come check out the Raider game here, $4 beers and a food truck, they might have got more people. Yeah. Made, an, made a, a thing out of it. Yeah, that's true. It didn't seem like the crowd, it didn't seem like they got too busy <clears throat> through um, the night, through that, on that Monday night. But they, I mean, I looked over and most of the seat, pretty much all the seats at the bar were full at yeah. some point. 
and most of the tables were full. So it wasn't packed, but they weren't empty. Yeah. But I wonder if they could have brought more people, got more people to show up. Like I said, if they're like, hey, we got food. Yeah. <laughs> and football and cheap ass beers because we drank a lot of beer and it was like $40 tab. Oh, yeah. And then we ordered and, pizza. The pizza was good. The wings were good. On their, based on their based on their recommendation. The price like, hey, for we, shit. <laughs> oh, dude. We spent a dollar twenty-five to, to get fries because I'm like, fries kind of sound good. And then I took some and I'm like, we just wasted a dollar twenty-five. <laughs> you know, as I like to say at work, you can't you can't you can't bat a thousand. It's just impossible. <laughs> as a primus titled their uh greatest hits album they all can't be zingers <laughs> exactly <laughs> uh, but i mean there's no reason not to go back to that brewery oh, um yeah no definitely like i yeah i was i feel much better about trying to go to vegas now knowing that I don't even have to even bother worrying about going to the strip, like trying to stay on the strip. Like I just want to go to, like, I want to stay off the strip, go back to Arts District, do like minor gambling. I I could do I, any minor gambling and stuff. I could just do like on Fremont Street, and then if I pick up a show, then cool, I'll just take a taxi to that hotel. Yeah, or Uber or whatever. <laughs> I mean, the hard part will be trying to get over to the Taco Bell for the. Uh... Alcoholic Baja oh Blast. That is so fucking good. <laughs> I don't even drink Baja Blast, but Baja Blast slushy with some uh, rum. Very. Yeah. When I told the wife about it, she said she would get rum, and I said, that's what Sean got, and he said it was pretty delicious, and I, I got it with the tequila. I figured the, you know, mm-hmm. the nice melony, citrusy notes of the Baja Blast would balance nicely with the fancy... Uh, Patron tequila or whatever yeah. random tequila she threw in there. Yeah, it was Patron and one other. It wasn't like chintzy shit. It was the the better of the twenty dollar bottles. Exactly. <laughs> wasn't wasn't garbage. Wasn't plastic um, bottle shit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or unnamed shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of, we ended up going under the mob museum to their speakeasy which worst kept secret of a speakeasy ever yeah you just go online and get the password what kind of shit's that and it's and it's good for a whole week yeah and we when we like got there i was i was kind of in an exploratory mood and i'm like i think it's over here and you're like i'm just gonna go ask (laughs) and uh, and then but did you nobody got time for that and but even when you ask you're like hey uh is the speakeasy over here? And they're like, yeah, yeah. It's you go over here and you do this and you go down the stairs and the password is swizzle sticks. And we're like, well, then what's the point of having a password? You're just going to throw it out willy nilly like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I wish dude, there was a distillery I wanted to go to down in Fremont, but the fact that you had to buy like, $50 tickets to go see a show and get drinks there. I was like, that's just outrageous. Like, how that are you? Pretty... How are you? I don't, I get like having a cool show and, and whatnot and serving your cocktails, but like, that's too edgy for me, man. Like, how are you just selling the, how is the liquor that bad that you have to make people sit through a show? <laughs> right. 
<laughs> I just just go in there and just say the the password that's probably been the password for a long time because I'm pretty sure that password was there for a while. <laughs> um, but they got a lot of uh, fancy drinks. I ordered their, uh, you know, they very much fit in with the prohibition theme. Mm-hmm. I ordered their old fashioned and they brought it out in a book. It was like book named library yeah. or it was like the library or something. And they brought it out in a, a little book case and you open it up and mm-hmm. the bottle was inside there. And, you know, of course they had to like collect it back up because they probably only have so many of those. Yeah. Can imagine uh, them having like a thousand of them sitting in the back somewhere. Yeah, I ha- I don't. Or or they probably want to make sure they don't keep them on the table long because they'll fucking disappear. Oh, that probably for sure. That for sure. <laughs> um, Just pour your fucking drink and I'll come back and get the book. And it's like no, I'm like all right, fine. Let me pour my drink, take a picture with it, and you can have it back. Good. Exactly. <laughs> I had a bourbon drink. It was also pretty good. And then I had a tequila drink. Both of them were super super good. Um. I was really happy that you didn't have to pay for tickets or like cover charge to get into the speakeasy. You just had to, um, you just bought the drinks. Um, it was a little busy. So that's like the only thing is, is you might have to wait for a table. Uh, but we had the, uh, pretzel bites and were dude, those were so fucking good. Surprisingly at it for a place that isn't a brewery, the best beer cheese. Dude, those pretzel bites were so fucking good. I was so, I was glad that you ordered those. I was like, all right. I was like, you know what? I was like, I could do some pretzel bites and then dipping it in that beer cheese. I was like, dude, this is like, maybe we should order a second one because I don't want to share. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm like, I just need something bread like to help absorb some of this alcohol. This is so much drinking. Non-stop yes. drinking. Oh God! <laughs> we did uh, also get to go to where I wanted to go, the Punk Rock Museum. Hey, oh! You ran into a fellow Camden. Yeah, that's I, that was very Camden weird. Dean. Yeah, talking to Cam- some Camden guy Dean. that grew up in uh, Camden. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm in Camden County, not Camden. <laughs> And he's like, oh, okay, you're safe. You're good then. <laughs> yeah. he, like, he was like, you up and down. He's like, man, you ain't built for the streets of Camden. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but, you know, you go in. They have the option of either doing a self-guided general admission tour or a guided tour if there's, like, for certain days uh, and the guide is always different. Um. It's from different bands, different um, – some of them, times they'll have, like, writers or something from different magazines, to, like, giving the tour. Um, going through – like, they had a bunch of cool pictures and some artifacts around, but they really didn't have a lot of history. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of, like, hey, here's Flea in this band when he was young. Hey, here's Flea again performing here. Here's this. Here's the jacket that this guy wore when he went on this tour. Here's – you know, yeah. it was, like, a lot of that more than anything um where i'm not saying that they're going to con you but it definitely the experience would definitely be improved by having a tour guide of your choice or preference leading the tour because then you could get their stories about their relationship to whatever like depending on uh Mm -hmm. what's their era that they played in 
um, might get some more, definitely get a lot more behind the scene information. Um, this last Sunday, they had a band, like a, one of the local Vegas punk bands show up and they did a small little sh set in the Pennywise practice garage. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, yeah, so they basically built a room and took all the contents out of it from where, when Pennywise, like where Pennywise would meet up and practice in uh, their former bassist garage in Hermosa Beach, <laughs> including like the shitty carpeting and everything, posters on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> um, they have a bar there that serves a drink named after and or an homage to the guitarist of Pennywise. Mm -hmm. um, I might have to go back and get it when I feel more like drinking that much of rum and Coke because it's <laughs> It's uh, they basically give you a can of Pringles, a full size can of Pringles, dump it out, give you the Pringles to eat. Will you drink the rum and coke that they fill into the Pringles jar container? <laughs> um, also, the bar, the bar is open to the public after the museum closes. Oh, nice. So it's like 8 p.m. to 2 a.m. or something like that. I didn't realize that. That's pretty cool. I didn't, yeah, I just saw that when it got back. Um, but also, they I was kind of disappointed in the lack of kind of cool specialty cocktails. There was nothing there that really, like, outside of the Fletcher, there was a couple other ones, but nothing where I was like, oh, yeah, that sounds amazing. That is true. I, we I, yeah, we didn't get anything to drink there. No, we did not. No, no. Like, I, outside of the, the spectacle that is drinking the Fletcher for the gram. <laughs> right. Um, I agree. Um, obviously, you know a lot more about the history of punk than I do. And I I agree with that. Like, it was cool to see all the different guitars and random artifacts and stuff. But it didn't really tell, like, the story of, of punk, which was, I thought, was disappointing. Like, you know, um, you know, in the first section you get to, or I... The second section, because the first section is just a bunch of pictures with uh, people making their own sayings. So you kind of get into, like, the 70s, and, like, there's history there, but it's not really told. It's just there's artifacts from the 70s there. Like, you know, what is the significance of the Ramones, the, you know, and stuff like that. And there was some bands, like, I never heard of, but obviously... Uh, they're probably pretty influential if they're in this museum, right? Like if they're right. if all their stuff is here in the from the seventies, like, and they're kind of supposed to be the start of punk. Like they're a big deal. Like why are they like tell that story? So I think to your point, I think it makes sense to if you do go to the punk rock museum, you really should do a tour unless you just have a lot of this knowledge already or you just want to look at like cool pictures and artifacts yeah no exactly um they also have a wedding chapel there so if you decide to get married or renew your vows punkily you can do that and they have a tattoo parlor which we weren't i wasn't sure when we were going to go it was kind of um up in the air exactly when we we're going but i think you i probably should have scheduled an appointment to get a tattoo but also my getting a tattoo was uh spur of the moment thing and it's like if there's a guy there <laughs> i need to touch i'm gonna get one but if not then i guess it wasn't meant to be um true i thought we were getting tattoos i was uh i was trying to accept that fact uh when i 
on Saturday night. <laughs> I was like, it's happening. I'll get a new tattoo. Yeah. I'm yeah, going to no have to tattoo. deal with the consequences when I get home. <laughs> it's it's easier to ask for forgiveness and permission sometimes. Uh, if, if, it would have just been more out of jealousy more than... <laughs> oh. It's like, well, then come back. We'll have to go to Vegas and we'll get more tattoos. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but, but my single tattoo turned into an idea for at least a half, if not three, uh, three-quarter sleeve. Exactly. So... <laughs> Um, but then we also kicked around at the Neon Museum. Yeah, so there. Um, so we went to the Neon Museum, uh, which is down in the Fremont Street area as well. Um, luckily, we found parking pretty quick, so we didn't have to walk far. Um, it was twenty bucks during the day. I know um, it was pretty easy to grab tickets same day when um, you go during the day, or we got it the day before so if you do want to go to the neon museum especially if you want to go at night you have to make sure like you book your tickets like knowing what night you're going to go like weeks a couple weeks in advance just because they do sell out um and there's different time slots um so but we were able to do like the general admission and just kind of walk around the main lot and see a lot of cool stuff um and i'm sure it's probably harder also for us to get the nighttime thinking about it after during the summer it's probably easier to get nighttime shows during the winter mm -hmm. than during the summer because there's more night yeah true 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 um they had people posted around we talked to a couple of guys which was pretty fun got to know a little bit about the history and you know the process of how they restore um some of the the uh signs and stuff like that so it was a it was pretty it was definitely a, a pretty cool experience, definitely worth doing at least one time and checking out some of the old history of, you know, the uh, the old strip. So most of this stuff is donated um, from the casinos and stuff, and they do have some of the older signs, which is really cool to see. Like, when you think of, like, old Vegas from, like, the 90s and 80s, like, it's these signs. It's not, like, the current day signs that you see today that are, like, more sleek and you know right and, high tech. Uh, yeah high tech like this is like the old school vegas <laughs> stuff from like stuff from like the 50s you know when vegas first was becoming big time exactly you know, um i'm not really a, a question asker i just i'm like i don't want to bother that guy but at the same time they're there and they're almost like begging people walking by no please sir ask me a question <laughs> Ma'am, <laughs> ma'am, ma ask away. I know not. I know things. I can help. Please ask, ask a question. I can tell you fun facts. <laughs> I can tell you all the facts. You don't have to guess. I'm hearing you. I'm listening to your conversation, and you're fucking guessing wrong. Just ask me. <laughs> but yeah, like we, you know, one guy asked a question kind of while we were there, and that kind of kickstarted more questions. Mm -hmm. And the guy was just like my fucking time to shine <laughs> it's like you're like the the third string quarterback and the first two quarterbacks get hurt and they're like coach calls your number you're up <laughs> let's like, God damn it, I, get to, I get to see the field yes yeah. <laughs> Woo! it's not preseason but yeah man all the process um how they decide how they grade you know they have a committee deciding on the order to fix the signs like you know he was saying until unless somebody with a shitload of money comes in and it's like 
I touched my wife's boobies under that sign for the first time. Here's 50 grand to fix it. And yeah. they're like, well, that's going to the top of the list. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, so we did get done with Vegas and we did go back to California. We went to uh, Universal Studios Hollywood and uh, we checked out uh, checked out the park. It, it has been a long while since I've been um, been to Universal Studios. I think it was even longer for you, right, Danny? No, no. Um, less. Less. I, I, I was able to take advantage for the first time ever of somebody knowing somebody that worked at an amusement park and got free tickets. Hey, oh. Hey, hey. Hey, oh. Friend of the, friend of the, friend of the Destiny Clan, Brownie. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't realize she hooked you up. That's how long, that was the last time I went to uh, Universal, too. <laughs> yeah, it would have been. Um, it's been a while. I know Harry Potter Land was open, but it wasn't like that long ago. But it five to ten years, something like that. Yeah, Harry uh, Harry Potter Land is better than Mario Land. Just saying. Right. I'm throwing Mario it Land is it's well, it's so tiny. They had nowhere to build it. Yeah. Oh, and I found out yeah. coming up the escalator, they had construction off to the yeah. right. We're going up. That is going to be a Fast and the Furious themed ride. Is that something we need? You already have to deal with it on the tram ride. Family. <laughs> yeah, apparently it's going to be like you're going to be up against the wall or like the the mountain or something like that. High speed doing mm. things. So I don't know, but that's what I was told it was. Do you think it'll be a family ride? <laughs> Actually, at some point, it's it would be even better if at some point, like, the cart, the, 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 the ride was able to split in half. Yeah. And then half of the family goes one way and half the family goes the other. And then you have to deal with turmoil. And at the end of the ride, you get back together to conquer the ride to get at the end. Yes. <laughs> reminding, reminding you that family, you can't make it through the ride without sticking by your family. Family things. Which would um, make the awkward, the single ride, the single uh, rider line awkward. <laughs> I have no family. I'm by myself. Um... Uh, I really like the Harry Potter ride. I picked up a really slick Ravenclaw hat. Um, I'm I'm gonna fucking I, I feel, go ahead. I was gonna say I feel pretty pretty proud of being able to like inform your, you know, dumbass brother that uh, <laughs> after having his annual pass for how long that uh, one of the perks of having the annual pass is getting discounts on things. <laughs> yes. Um. I don't care that it was elected as the uh, best family ride. I don't think the Mario ride is that good. You know, my wife the whole time being the fucking Disney adult that she is, mm -hmm. she told me at some point, she's like, I'm just passing judgment on everything that they do wrong compared to Disney. <laughs> like, would. what what he decade would. are the, what, what decade is the park in where you go places and they still give you a piece of paper to sign when you buy things. Right. Right. I did get the green light for uh princess night. So because you are, since you seem to know when that happens a lot more, you have to let me know. Yeah. Yeah. So, cause I'm going to have to buy a ticket. It's on, it'll probably be on like on a Thursday night. Right. All the like events Tuesdays, Thursdays. Thursdays. Tuesdays and Thursdays. Gotcha. Um, 
But the one thing that they did do that Disney that they do better than Disney is they have the parent switch room for all the rides. Mm-hmm. Where like if you're a parents and you have young kids that are too little to go on the ride, yeah, you you wait through the line and then they put you in a room with one of the parents with the kids and then the one parent goes on the ride and then they you switch out. Or if you have some kids that are old enough to go on the ride and some kids that aren't, but either way, you can you don't have to go back. Disney they basically make you go back through the line. I know actually I think they have the buddy. I think they call it like the buddy pass. Yeah. But you kind of have to like, st- but you still have to stand outside the ride. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I didn't see it, but I was told that the Mummy ride, their uh, parent switch room is actually showing the movie The Mummy the whole time, so you have something to do while you're in there. Oh, <laughs> I can imagine that the Harry Potter one looked pretty cool. I can't imagine them not showing the Harry Potter movie. Potter movie if that's, uh, I didn't see the TV, but I would be surprised if they were not in fact showing the movie if the Mummy was. Yeah. Um. You did get a butterbeer for the first time. It was the second time. Was it the second time? I had. I think I had it the last time. I just couldn't remember what it tasted like. Oh, yeah. I didn't. I, I meant and I forgot that I wanted to do the whole uh, fireball shot to try it out, see if it cut down on some of the sweetness. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, still pretty good though. Um, the Simpsons, the Dufftoberfest beer was pretty good. Yeah, I had a couple of those. <laughs> um but then we closed out the the night at city walk yes because we got kicked out early for the halloween haunt yep um yeah we you know there's nothing great restaurant wise really down there it's a lot no. of touristy shit bubba yeah. gumps um buca de beppo which Mark. if i had like control of the group i guess i probably would have directed us there but we ended up at margaritaville yeah uh, uh, isn't it wor- isn't the worst to be undecided with a bunch of other undecided people? I mean, I guess I should have pushed. I could have pushed Buka uh, de Beppo harder, but uh, especially with that larger group, it would have been f- more fun because we could have got a couple things. True, true, but true. The one thing I need to go back for, and I, I mean, even at uh, Margaritaville, I was done drinking. My stomach, I was just done for the day. Mm-hmm. My I didn't eat right, whatever. So my stomach was already. It was pretty. It was pretty warm out too. Yeah, it was warm and stuff, and so I just had a soft drink, soda pop. Yeah. Um, but then we went over to the new candy, ice cream shop. That people were hyping up as being like the Willy Wonka, esque land, and we walked inside of the candy store, and I'm like. I am highly disappointed now. I'm glad you didn't tell me that because I think that really ru- t- ruins the uh, <laughs> the store because it is very much more classier than funny and like. Well, they didn't mean like funny wise, but they meant like the wonders and magic that you're going to get in there. Like I expected, like there was a place by um, in Hollywood, the Disney Theater, El Capitan. Where like they had people actually making the candy there. Oh wow, yeah. Like the like the like the little sugar candies, and they had mm-hmm. them doing some other like other candies that you could make there. Yeah. They had none of that there. It was all pre-made, sold. Yep. Um, the little candy section was tiny. They had a decent size ice cream milkshake land area, yeah. and then you know the rest of it was restaurant that sold the most generic of generic foods. Yeah, for Burger some reason our bar the-, the bar was outside, but they had to go back inside to make the bar the drinks. Yes. 
at least the drinks were good though. I really did like that peanut butter chocolate um uh, old fashioned. So even though it was dysfunctional from the uh the layout and all that other jazz, at least the drink was good. Right. They basically put us like an outside prison. <laughs> um, because we were like chained in outside. Yes. Um but I do want to go back to try some of the drinks because they had a uh, plain chocolate old fashioned and they had a Dr. Pepper old fashioned amongst other fancy looking drinks. Yeah. <laughs> I just wish that, you know, it was, you know, like the park where you could just get a drink and walk around the city walk. Yeah. No, that's true. But no, no, you had to be locked up. Yeah. No, but, yeah. definitely. Even Jody wants to go back and try some of the drinks there. She thought good. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe the parking's so expensive there. I'm glad uh, at least my brother has the prepaid parking. Yes. So. And like when we bought our tickets, the guy was trying to super hard sell us to upgrade to either to, to annual pass of some kind. Dude, it made sense though, dude, for thirty extra dollars. Like, you could have easily went like every other month like every three months and it would have it would have paid for itself after like one more visit <laughs> right but at the same time i'm like do you want to go to universal it, going Sears? there going well no just going there yeah. also hardcore reminded me that i'm just over theme parks at all that's fair dude i i feel you on that because even like going to uh um disneyland disneyland there's been times where jody's like oh I'm taking this day off work and going to Disneyland. Uh, do you want to go with me? Uh, no. No, I'm good. <laughs> She's like, but... Uh, and I'm like, no, I'm good. Like, I I don't want to go. I just don't want to go. Sorry, I hate to break it, break it to you, but yeah, I'm, it's not something I enjoy doing. I just feel like Disneyland is just way too busy all the fucking time. Well, what the fuck was up with all those kids at Universal, too? Don't people have school? I know. Like I was expecting some people there with like European accents or something. Maybe it's like, oh, well, maybe they have a different schedule of school in Europe, like in Japan, when they take a whole week off for like Golden Week or whatever. Yeah, fucking weeb. But anyways. <laughs> but no, they're all fucking American kids just playing hooky Dude. from school to go. Exactly. That's why I stopped going to Disneyland. Dude, it'd be like fucking October on a Tuesday. And it'd be like. I would get a Monday, like three day weekend shit. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, dude, it was just as packed. Yeah. I no always wonder man. if it's like he better to go on a Saturday. <laughs> Sunday morning is the best time to go. Yeah. Um, because even when um I was on vacation, my wife took one of those days off and I had already bought concert tickets on the it was the uh, Wednesday the fourth yeah. of October. And she's, I got a text from her. She's like, why are there so many kids here? Why is it so packed? And why is it so fucking hot? It's October. Yes. Well, it's California. And even before I moved out of California, October was starting yes. to become miserable. <laughs> it's like a, like a, the fifth month of summer. <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> you like summer. Have you tried second summer? <laughs> yes. Exactly. But yeah, I'm kind of uh, over the whole like just like walking, walking all day only to stand in line, mm -hmm. only to do some more walking, only to do more standing in line. There's, I'd rather just go find a nice restaurant, good brewery, 
decent bar. Yeah, I love. Cocktails yeah, I love riding rides, but I hate standing in line. I hate it. I cannot stand it. It's like a waste of time. Oh. It it at all is yes yes. I mean and and you know the parks are smart because they know people who hate standing in line also have jobs yes and will pay extra money to not have to stand in line so they're like oh just give us an extra couple hundred dollars and you don't have to stand in lines right <laughs> how much is your time worth to you buckos true 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 oh man so there's a lot a class action lawsuits currently uh, basically. They've already lost, and so the settlement is being dealt with now. Yep. Or a crunchy roll for sharing uh, personal information without permission. Dude, I looked. I tried to search in my, like, uh, junk folder and stuff. I can't find it, that email. No? Nope. I got the email. and Well, I, I sent you the data, the, uh -huh. the, the link to the page. Oh, I, yeah, guess I, I, got just, e I guess I could check that, too, but I... I definitely saw like it's well it says no I was reading your page it says that if you were um compromised you got an email. Oh. So and okay, I can't so find then, it. So maybe my data oh, is got, safe. Your data was safe and mine wasn't. Nope. Wah, wah. Better get your oh, $5. You guess, get, <laughs> no, no. Depending on how many people well they you know they always promise high and deliver low. Yes. Uh so far depending on how many people uh claim up I can get as much as thirty dollars. Hey oh <laughs> But normally like with class action lawsuits, it's a thing of like, hey, you're you uh you're in. Do you wanna opt out? If you wanna opt out and maybe either like file your own lawsuit on your own or do something else, then click then then contact us. But if not, then you're gonna get the settlement. This is the first one where it's been like, Oh, you want the settlement? Um, yeah, you got to fucking print out this piece of paper, uh, fill it out and then put it in an envelope with the stamp and mail it to us. Hey, oh, <laughs> get that and money. I'm like, well, wait, how much, how much, how much am I going to get? I don't know if that seems like an awful lot of work for that little amount of money. And <laughs> like, cause the money's going to be divvied out. It's not like if I don't claim. Um, Frenchy rules is gonna be able to just get the money back. Yeah. It's more a thing of if I don't claim, someone else is, everyone else is gonna get an extra fifty cents or a quarter or whatever. Yeah, five cents, half a cent, yeah. <laughs> something like that. Yes. So, some bullshit. <laughs> some bullshit. But meanwhile, the lawyers got like probably a couple million dollars. Hell's yeah! They're like, "Fuck you, Crunchy Roll. Thanks you for the new car and house." Yes. Thank you for Making paying me partner my, in my shack. Law firm. Yeah, in California. Thank you for paying for almost a full, like almost two months of service. <laughs> a month and a half, a month and a little bit more than one month of service. Depending on how much we get. All right. Uh, can I just get a free month of service? Like, I'd almost rather just do that. Can you just default to giving me like a month or two of free service? <laughs> can I just order a, a a waifu doll, a waifu figure, and not have to pay shipping? Give me free shipping and a month of service. <laughs> oh man! But we both finished the second season of one anime, the Duke of Death and his Maid. Yes, it's it's weird how there's they're really trying to keep the light-hearted mood of the anime that the main character keeps, 
but as it's getting into further into the second season, especially near the, at the end, it takes a darker tone as well. Yes, it's uh no, still pretty funny. I had to switch over. I had to leave. Uh, I didn't want to do it, but I did it because I wanted to just get it finished. Um, I I left the English version and finished it in Japanese, which fucks with your mind because nobody sounds right anymore. Um, right. Um, but I was, I was, uh, I was, I was surprised that where it went, where it went. I was I was glad that some of my previous theories of um alice's mom being like the one that cursed him was kind of uh debunked um and that there just is that i guess i just misunderstood it so i'm glad that that was wrong um no i don't think you misunderstood it i think they were just played um, it well like harry potter would do like a lot where they held your hand down a certain path to a certain point, but never led you completely, but kind of led you to where your mind's like, well, it only makes sense that the mom is the sister and this is this and this is that because of the way they're guiding us. Correct. With the information they they told. Yes. Yeah. Um, still the hilarious uh, um, Alice being a uh, perv funny jokes and and whatnot with that. So that was still fun. Um, wow. The, uh, very, the end of the very last episode, super just like info change, story change, like super good. Um, super curious to see where everything goes in season three. Um, and what they're going to do to, uh, to, uh, break the curse, break the curse. Yes. Um, and, Real quick, just those an I saw this clip of an anime on the Reddits, and the way the you know it's like oh it's anime somebody's gonna come in and save the day, like this poor this poor woman is captured, and they're they're like gonna execute her they're gonna save the wait did he just shoot her in the fucking head <laughs> did they shoot her like so faulty king um kingdom of ruins. Yes. Oh my god, dude. The first two episodes, both of them, you expect uh, some sort of day to be saved, and nothing is saved at all. Yes. Holy fuck. Quattro says it's too edgy. He doesn't. He didn't like the first episode. Yeah, he's, he's a little soft, though. <laughs> uh. Yeah, he literally just messaged me. That's why I was typing. Um, he's like, there's too much edge in that first episode, <laughs> Kingdom of Ruin. I don't I mean, think so. It's super, I think it's super intense. I think it's good. Dude, this is a great season of anime. I am super stoked. Like, I am packed. Yeah, I I, I watched that. I watched um, the first episode of the 16-bit one. Uh, game designer goes ends up back in from like the present day somehow ends up back in 1992. Oh no, I was I'm not watching that one. That one and there's one more that I caught up on. Um, but yeah, so there's three, and then there's a few more that I'm getting start. But yeah, I plan on trying to be caught up on this season. 
of the animes as opposed to uh, yeah. waiting till the season's like halfway over before I start watching anything. Yeah, my daughter left the nest oh, and returned uh, the to hundred, the nest rank. That one's the good. Hundred, the hundred girlfriends is the one that I was. Oh, talking. that was pretty funny. Oh, I do like that one. Um, a playthrough of a certain dude's VR MMO. That one's a pretty easy watch. Um, probably the one of the worst. Probably one of the worst ones. Not the. I I hate saying it was. It's the worst of the group I'm watching because I do generally like watching it. It's just an easy like going watch. Like it's nothing like groundbreaking. Berserker, uh, Berserk of Gluttony is good. Um, just, oh yeah, I've seen yeah. that one. Just started watching and I thought it was pretty funny. Is uh, Shangri La Frontier? That one. Oh yeah, that was one that that was the next one I plan on watching. I heard the. People were saying that the, they like that the character is kind of overpowered, but not ridiculously anime overpowered. Correct. Yeah. So I like I like that one. Our dating story, ex- the experienced you and the inexperienced me. That's a pretty funny love story. Goblin Slayer is pretty good. Um, so definitely some. Oh, they started the new watches. season of Goblin Slayer. Yep. Danny, okay. homework on Hulu. Undead, unlucky, fucking hilarious. <laughs> All right, homework, Sean. No. Homework. Yes. On net on Netflix. Ah, oh, damn it! Marriage. Not another anime. It's it was from last season, so it's over. So you can binge it this weekend. Okay. My happy marriage. I'm almost done with it. I haven't finished it, but it was one of the ones that was con- consistently in the top three on the reddit rankings for all of last season gotcha um undead undead unlucky is about a guy who can't die who meets up with a girl that if she touches you like bad things happen and the more she likes you and the more intimate like her touches like think about a kiss the worse the uh the worse the destruction is that like you, she basically steals all your luck, so your your luck goes like into the negative. <laughs> um, and there's other people that have like powers too. It's a uh, it's pretty it's pretty funny, dude. And I'll give you a second homework assignment. Second. Wait, wait, wait! You're gonna bitch about me giving you one? Yes. And you're gonna give me two. God damn it! Because I'm already watching okay. too much anime. That's why. Uh, Freein. Beyond Journey's End. This is on Crunchyroll. So this is about um, one of the characters in the Heroes Party. After they defeat the Demon Lord, she's an elf, and she kind of walks around like learning more magic. Um, but because elves live a lot longer than humans, the uh, hero dies of like old age, and it tells the story of what she's doing with her life after she slayed the demon lord it is uh it's got some feels danny i hope you uh i hope you have some tissues and you start cutting onions i saw somebody make a point that there's a completely different meaning when a woman says she went through a whole box of tissues watching a movie and when a guy says he went through a whole box of tissues watching a movie (laughs) um yeah no but seriously um the story is just so good. I've watched uh, three episodes so far, man, and literally the first two episodes 
definitely was like hold trying to hold back tears. <laughs> it was rough, but the story is really good. I just think it really thinks outside the box and it really talks about, you know, her loneliness as being somebody who lives so many years, you know, especially past right. human human years and stuff like that. So it's it's a uh, it's it's really good. I really enjoyed it. There's a lot of good laughs too, so don't it's not a sad necessarily a hundred percent sad train, but there's definitely some like you're just like, mm, got me good. Well, got me good. Yeah. It's like uh, when you eat spicy foods, you can't just keep shoveling spicy foods down your mouth. You need something to break up the the the, the heat. <laughs> That's the same thing. Even like uh, chick flick movies that are all sad have moments of levity because yeah. you don't want to you don't want your crowd killing themselves in the theater. Exactly. <laughs> oh damn! It was a long ass episode. Yes, it was, but it was a good time. It was a good time. You know, it's also a good time following us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Facebook, Instagram, all those other magical places. Sometimes Danny posts stuff on Untapped. He does a lot better job than me. Oh, and um, we're also going to lose another podcast hoster. Oh uh, boy! No more, no more, no more Google Podcasts. Oh, Google Podcasts is going away. Google Podcasts is going away too now. What the fuck? Oh, because everybody's on. Pretty much everybody's on uh, Apple Podcasts. Oh. Boo. Boo. I don't even know who. I don't even have an iPhone. I don't even know how I would get Apple Podcasts things. Well, first, first you joined this decade nah. fuck that fuck you and your get apples give it get rid of the shitty green bubble here's the problem bringing down the property values of all your group text <laughs> look look here you and your uh avocado toast and fucking iphones <laughs> uh, all right everybody we'll see you next time make sure you study yeah. up on your homework you. I'm talking to you out there. <laughs> Take care.